0: Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode eight of WTF Are We Doing? Adulting on Your Own Terms. Um, So this is a special week. So I am actually traveling in Europe right now and I'm in the Netherlands and we have a tri-continental call right now. So uh, I'm calling from Netherlands. Uh, Lily is in New York. And this week we are interviewing a special guest, Steph Ventura, who is in Lima, Peru. And we're going to let her, she actually reached us, she reached out to us on Facebook. She, she found our podcast and one of the groups that we posted and it really inspired her and it's really similar to the kind of work that she's doing. Um, and so we'll let Steph take it off from here and we'll have her tell us a little bit about herself and what she's doing and, and all of that.
1: Uh, hi, thanks for having me here. Super excited. Uh, my name is Stefan Tura. I'm a female empowerment coach, and what I do is I teach female entrepreneurs how to uncover their living beliefs and repress emotional baggage so that they're able to clear that and then more easily align themselves to the clients, the opportunities, uh, the creative ideas that are meant to flow through them more easily so they can then go out there and uh, do the big, amazing work that they're meant to do. So that's how I help women.
2: Very cool. and. So how, the first question we'd like to ask is, how are you adulting on your own terms? Like, what brought you to our podcast? What do you think your work, how do you think your work aligns with us? And um, yeah, what what's your version of adulting on your own terms?
1: So I just really liked the name of the podcast because I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and um, I think it's because... Um, A lot of times from a very young age, we're trained to kind of have this idea of what it means to be a successful adult. And the idea for most people, I think, around the world is just basically like you go to university and you get a degree and you get a white collar job and you make all this money, you get the house, the car, the family. And that is society's idea of what uh, being a successful adult is. But, um, you know, in recent years, because of a lot of spiritual things going on in the background. I'm a spiritual entrepreneur. So people have been really waking up to the fact that, you know what, that's not how they want to live. They want to do something that actually really lights them up, that really makes them happy and, and does something good for others. And so there's such a high increase in the number of entrepreneurs that there are in the world now. And when you get into entrepreneurship or even just an adult, you know, things happen in life. Things don't always work out the way that you want them to. And you think to yourself sometimes, like, what? what the F am I doing? <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, am I, you know, like going to throw the rest of my life away? Is this how it's always going to be? Like I'm supposed to have been here by now and I'm like still trying to figure it out. you know, and so we're really hard on ourselves. I think on, um, where we think we should be in life and how things should look and all these different things. And, you know, I just really resonated with that because I feel like, you know what, it's not a straightforward path for everyone. We're all going to go on these different journeys and we're all meant to kind of, hit these little bumps in the road in order to figure out what we're really meant to do. And, you know, it's not easy, but we're all here doing our best to figure it out and that they're not the only ones out there trying to do their best with what they have. So that's why I really wanted to come on here is to just kind of share my story as well Um on how, you know, I've had to overcome a lot of things to get to where I am right now, but I haven't let that stop me. And there were many times in my past where I was like, what? am I doing with my life is, you know, cause I had all of these expectations that I was trying to meet from my family, from society. And it, it just really was like, it's I mean in the downward spiral. So I want to help people get out of that downward spiral if they're in it. Yeah. And
0: it's so amazing. Cause like when Lily and I started this, I don't know, three months ago. And when I went off on my own, and when she went off on our own, I don't think either of us realize the scope of, this whole movement and the, and the fact that there are so many amazing men and women and people all over the world who have the same vision. And I know when I went off on my own and Lily too, and, and obviously you as well, it's it seems like th- this is so crazy and, and, you know, WTF are we doing? And the fact that there's just this whole movement of people trying to, like you said, wake up. And it's, it's crazy because I've been really – in this whole spiritual journey as well. And I know Lily is too. And it's just, it really, it's, it's so cool to kind of, to, to hear, to hear that you're, you're, you're doing your thing and, and we're figuring it out and and nobody knows, but we're doing our best. And it's, it's, it's so cool. And I'm, I'm so excited that you contacted us. I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal. I'm, I'm so happy right now, but um, I guess, do you want to tell us, so like you said, you, you kind of overcome a lot of, trauma and things in your life do you want to tell us a little bit more about that if you're comfortable with it of course and and kind of like what led you to this kind of realization like what am I doing like I need to change my life I need to change my path and this is this is what I'm going to do
2: yeah and to Mm -hmm. add on to that also you know kind of when you had that realization that you needed something needed to change that you needed to go off on your own yeah
1: Yeah, definitely. I always share my story because I truly believe in the power of storytelling. And I really believe that as you share stories, we always think we're the only ones that are going through like our situation. But when you hear it from someone else, it kind of gives you that sense of like, okay, I'm not the only one. And this person is somehow getting through it and I can do it, too. So I love sharing my story to help empower people. So in a nutshell, for me, I was born in Peru. I was taken by my parents to the U.S. when I was four. I lived there until I was 20. And um, to make that long story short, um, I discovered at 14 that I was undocumented. And so all of my life I had been prepared by my parents to go to university because that was their idea of being successful. That's the whole reason they brought me over there. I had, like, all of their expectations just placed on me that, like, you need to make us proud, you need to succeed. And then I come to find out, well, there's no point in doing that because I'm not going to be able to go to university anyway. You know, so it doesn't matter if I'm the best student. Like, there's no future for me. That's how I really felt. And that was the first time. That despite being um, raised by my very abusive father and uh, dealing with my parents' divorce at 13, even though those were like difficult things in my life, that was the first time in my life where I just felt like I had the the rug or the carpet, whatever it's called, like swept out from underneath me, and I was just like, boom, fell flat on my face. Like, what's going to happen to me? What is my life going to be like if I can't go to university? Because that's the path to success. And it devastated me. It devastated me at 14 to think like I had absolutely no future and and was my future to, you know, end up working at fast food places illegally the rest of my life, cowering in fear of, you know, like immigration getting me or something like that. And um, I just, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with working in those places. It just felt like for me, I was like, I can do so much more. Like I'm a smart kid. Like I had AP classes, you know, and I graduated like 11 out of 400 and something students. And I just... Just felt like this can't be all there is and so that was something difficult to deal with at that particular time of my life you know with the teenagers you have the hormones you're rebellious you have all these issues going on Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah it was intense for me I don't know how I didn't end up in worse things but I kept going through it through it all amazing. And, uh, yeah and my mother she like I wanted to drop out because there was a time I got really depressed and my mom convinced me to stick on thinking Obama's gonna come into office things will change maybe. And I'm like, okay. okay, whatever. And I just kept on. And then I graduated and nothing had changed. And I did what I had to do to work. And because I wasn't going to just sit on my butt all day, I had to find a way to, to work. And I did. But then two years after graduating, immigration showed up at my house. And um, basically, they they basically told me, you know what, you have almost a year to prepare your things to go back home. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back home. It was something that I truly feel in my heart. I manifested for myself because I was really unhappy and happy in the U.S., Because of my situation, I couldn't do a lot of normal things that people take for granted, like getting a driver's license, getting a legal ID to work, you know, just being able to work legally, being able to travel, being able to have an ID to go clubbing with my friends, all these basic things. I just felt like it wasn't fair and I was miserable, but I was too scared to go back home to Peru because I didn't know what to expect there. That culture for me was totally foreign. And, um... You know, my, my, I was insecure about my Spanish speaking skills and all these different things. And I came back on my own. I didn't know what to expect. I was petrified of living in a big city because I wasn't raised in a big city. But I, I made it work somehow. And, you know, a few years later, I found myself in a really deep depression again. And it was like my lowest, lowest moment in my life because so many times as a teen going through all the things that I went through at home, I did contemplate suicide, but I always convinced myself not to go through with it because my parents, my mom needed me, my brothers needed me. And then the lowest point that happened when I was about 24, I was just like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of struggling in life. I'm sick and tired of, you know, having all of these curveballs thrown my way. Like, what did I do to deserve this? I'm a good person. Like, I try to be kind to people. Why does this keep happening to me? And I just was ready to check out. So ready, I called my mom and I told her, I was like, do you have any last questions? Because I can't, you know, go and see you in person. So what do you want to say to me so that you don't have any questions when i'm gone and she like broke down and cried and tried to convince me to like stay alive (laughs) and uh divine intervention made it so that i had a conversation with a friend who gave me a different perspective and this is what he shared with me was like i was gonna eventually get to where i was meant to get to to not put pressure on myself to be somewhere by a certain age because that was what was really stressing me out was a lot of things were going really badly in my life at the time Um, you know, debt came out of nowhere and a relationship ended. And all these things just kept happening to me. That's why I got depressed. And I just felt like, is this what my life is going to be like the rest of my life? Like I'm trying to advance myself and move forward and be successful. And I'm sick of this. So I was really depressed because I just felt like, you know, I wasn't where I wanted to be in life. And all of these things were just like going wrong. And my friend basically had me shift my perspective and see that you know what it doesn't matter if it takes a little bit longer than I wanted it to I was eventually going to reach my goals and and find that career that really lit me up to be able to have you know the finances that I wanted and to be able to you know move forward with my life in the way that I wanted because this person also shared with me their story and they had gone through many things and you know at 40 years old, this person was finally living their dream life with their dream partner and a beautiful house, their dream career and stuff. So it finally came together for that person at 40. And here I was at like 24 stressing out because I didn't have the things that I wanted and I was so upset with myself. So I shifted my perspective then and I decided, you know what, moving forward, I'm never going to allow myself to get this depressed ever again. I'm going to always get myself out of whatever dark hole I find myself in. And I know if I just keep pushing forward, I will make my dreams happen so that's how
2: that happened
0: wow that's and yeah thank you so much for sharing i'm like holding back my tears like a lot
2: (laughs) i'm um blown away by your story and i honestly didn't know what to expect going into this and i think it's really amazing that you you kind of are so open to share this story because i feel like you said a lot of people have gone through things that are really difficult and might feel like nobody else can relate. And that could lead them to feeling like, you know, if I'm the only one, what's it worth? Why am I here type thing? And you, you're you a prime example of someone who experienced that and is sharing it with the world and got their out of it and is doing something so amazing and successful and helping other people. So thank you for that. Well, yeah, you.
0: and thank you. So like, I'm just, I'm so impressed. You know, there's, you have, like you said, you've gone through so much. And it it would have been easier if you just kind of like, you know what, F this, like, I I don't deserve this. And it's so unbelievable that you were able to just hear one perspective and make that switch. And you be like, this is, this is worth it. And obviously now you can say, of course, this is worth it. And this is amazing. This is an amazing life and we have the power to create it. And even if it seems like things aren't going our way as low of a point as you got, which is, I think lower than, I know we have audience, like a very diverse audience and, but you've definitely hit probably lower points than a lot of people and look, look where you've come. And it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I'm blown away and just thank you again, just for sharing and for trying to inspire other people and just being open and honest. And I just, I I really do think it's kind of the only way um, that people are gonna be able to get past this stuff. I've experienced I have a lot of friends in New York who have had somewhat similar stories. I have a friend who grew up in foster care and another friend who almost almost killed himself through like hundreds of sleeping pills because of this pressure that he felt to be a certain way and what, I, what I've come to realize and I'm sure you as well, when we share our insecurities and we share this this thing that we're feeling, so many other people are going to be feeling the same thing. And if we all just talked about it and obviously easier said than done, but if we can try to get past that fear of what people will think and how we're supposed to be and just talk about all of these things, somebody else is going to be like, Oh wait, me too. Oh my God, I'm not alone. We're like, we're, we're here for each other. And it's I mean, it's so powerful. It's, it's unbelievable.
1: Yes, so. I, I truly believe in that, like that one, you know, moment with my friend, that lunch that we had in which we like just basically cried our eyes out and shared deep personal things with one another that we didn't really tell very many people that changed like the course of my life drastically because I was dead set like I was like I'm out of here I'm done with this life it's too much for me but that one story really really just kept me here and it just changed my life and that's why like I share my story because for so long I held so much shame around the immigration thing because of everything that happened in the U.S. you know with um, Latinos being looked down upon because people are always considered that they're illegal and they think that they're bad for being there illegal and they don't really understand all the circumstances for why people are there illegally and I know I don't want to turn this into a political thing but it's like I, I was there as a kid like I was taken as a kid I didn't have a choice I didn't have a choice as a kid when my parents you know got the order to come back to to say well let's go back because let's not stay here legally we we have a good life Improve. we can we can start over I didn't have a choice in that I just had to go along with whatever my parents were doing and i held so much shame around that i didn't share that with people cuz i thought i'd be judged and people would think less of me and i didn't want people to see that i wanted people to see that you know this is me i'm Steph i'm a really smart person i'm hard working i'm kind i'm this i didn't want them to kind of throw all of that away just because of some you know legal situation so i held back for so many years and i never shared it and I just always concealed it from people and it was when I had that chat with my friend that I finally started really opening up about it and just sharing it more vulnerably and just you know letting go of that shame because I think that we all carry so much shame either consciously or subconsciously that makes us feel like nobody will love us if they find it out about these things about ourselves so we need to keep hiding that but the more you hide that the more you don't allow yourself to be who you really are When you're not really yourself you're not happy you're miserable you're just continuing to live your life on what people want you to be and that's not a life you know you're not really living your life and other people are kind of living it for you so that's why I like sharing my story to help inspire people you know to let go of these things let go of these fears of judgment that you have people the right people they're going to resonate with your story they're going to connect with it they're gonna be inspired by you they're gonna follow you they're gonna love you empathize with you so just do your best to be brave and start coming forward with your story and you'll notice that people will react you know kindly you know the the right people will and that's who you need to focus on not the people who hate on you because I'm a youtuber as well and I get trolls so I'm like whatever
2: <laughs> I just let go yeah. well the thing is and, that you you have so many people that are looking up to you especially like I'm a big fan already after hearing your story I, like I would I yeah. just follow what, what you're doing and hear more about it and I think the fact that there are people out there that are, you know, kind of looking down upon you saying negative things is almost a good thing because you're, you might be spreading the word to that person. They might've said something mean, but maybe, you know, there's a little bit of them that took something from what you said and maybe their perspective has changed in some way. You know, that's at least how I like to spin it.
1: (laughs) And
0: also the people, the people who have such negativity in their own lives, it's they're unhappy with themselves in a certain way. And I know that's very like, Oh, you know, but I mean, there's something within themselves that they need to work on also. And we need to just keep spreading positivity as cheesy as it may sound, you know, but it's not, it's that's, that's we need to be positive. We need to keep pushing forward. And like, that's it. Yeah. Like we cannot let people bring us down. That it's just, it's, we can't, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to touch on
2: one thing. So Carly and I starting this podcast we came from a very different background than you did. You know, we had support from our family. The ultimate choice we had was we were able to live in the US. You know, we didn't have we were able to live where we didn't have to we weren't kicked out abruptly. So I think it's really amazing that you're here speaking about what it's like to come from a place of really just you didn't have much support. It doesn't sound like maybe you had some, it sounds like you had some friends and you had your mom, but it sounds, you know, we were, we take for granted sometimes the support that we do have. And even that one friend of yours that you had lunch with, like that one person in your life was able to totally change the course of everything, you know? So just really, I feel like for me, what this is bringing up a lot is community, having a community, no matter how small um, is just so important in making these changes and being able to forge forward.
1: Yeah, I'm totally all about community as well. That's why, like, I also have a Facebook group because I just feel like, you know what? I, I need to help as many people who are willing and open to be helped with the things that I share, with sharing my own experiences because I always share the journey as well because I feel like, especially when we look up to people, um, whether that's like a celebrity or a mentor or some kind of coach. Um, a lot of times we think that their lives are perfect and they have it easy, but we all have our own issues. And I love sharing the journey along the way to let people know, like, I'm human just like all of you. I'm still dealing with all these different things, and this is how I manage it, and I just keep going. Sorry about the dogs.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no worries. No,
0: that's okay.
1: And I think it's amazing.
0: It's something that, you know, Lily and I have been talking a lot about, you know why are we doing this podcast and and what is what is the purpose and and it's the same thing we wanna we wanna build this community and a lot of people look at me like I I've been traveling kind of off and on the last two years or so and a lot of people probably look at me and they're like oh you know she's so lucky oh, it's her dad paying for her to do this and like in a way like I was privileged of course and my I was lucky that my parents could support me through college but aside from that I like to try to be as authentic as possible and say listen like. You know, I don't, I'm basically like, I I don't have a home that I necessarily, I pay rent and all my stuff's in storage. Not everything is easy. Like I have to give up certain things to, to do this. And, and a lot of people don't, don't, I think people just need that authenticity. And I obviously want to be authentic. And it's amazing how authentic you're being and Lily and all these people. Cause like you said, people look at celebrities and they're like, oh, I can't do that. You know? I don't have that life. I, there's no way I can be like that. And it, that, that just stoops people lower, but it's, you can do whatever you want. And it's, and we've talked about this in other episodes, but kind of setting your priorities and like where, you know, if say people want to travel, you know, with the case for me, it's like, okay, well then you can, you know, just don't, don't prioritize maybe spending all your money on clothes or drinks or all these things and sort of changing the conversation. Like, what, what is it that is your calling or your, your true self or your, or your, your, whatever it is. And we want to help people get there and prove that you can, you can do whatever you want. So it's, it's amazing. I, Oh, and I just, I really wanted to, I wanted to ask this before, just kind of going back to this, this openness thing for, for your friend who you talked to that just kind of changed everything. Do you think it's because he was open with you so then you could be open with him? Was that, is that what happened there?
1: Um, no, I broke down and I like was just hold, doing my best to hold back tears and just try to pretend like everything was OK. And then suddenly I just broke down and I like revealed the thing about the immigration and how everything was felt like it was just going wrong in my life and I couldn't take it anymore. And then he broke down with me and shared his deep personal thing. So I had to kind of break down in order to kind of give him the space to also understand, like, you're not the only one because he had a similar Um, Kind of story with me in terms of immigration and I didn't know that about him and he didn't know that about me And so it was like and through openly sharing that we understood like yeah, we get each other, you know And it's okay. Like we're not less than just because we've gone through all these
2: things Yeah, Yeah. and what I wanted to bring up too is I see a lot of these different like coaching groups and sessions and things. And to me, I've already, you've already built so much rapport with me just from sharing your story and making it real. You know, it's not like I live this glamorous life. I work from home. I have my own business. I get my nails done. You know what I mean? You're like a real person and you have real struggles and you're, you're willing to share them. And and show people that, Hey, I've gone through this and I'm going to help you get through this. And I, I think it just makes it you, you very credible and also relatable. And, um, yeah, that's, I just think that's really amazing. I don't see that so often in, in kind of like the online coaching world.
1: Yeah. Like when I first, when I first, um, cause you know, when I first started coaching, I actually studied to be a health coach and I, I came back to Peru with the idea. I was living in Europe for a year. I came back with the idea that, oh, I'm going to create an amazing food revolution here and inspire people to like eat healthy and all this stuff. But then I struggled for quite some time and around, around like eight months in, I just kind of caved in and realized like I need some help. And that's when I found my first business coach and through working with her, I understood like all of the strategies and tips and things that I needed in order to have an online business, you know, all of those technical aspects, the sales page, the funnel, all of those different things. And I just kind of followed her lead because I didn't really know who I was yet and I was just trying to be like her and give this kind of image this kind of appearance of who I wanted people to um, how I wanted people to perceive me I wanted people to perceive me as successful confident put together all the stuff so I was very much trying to give this appearance and how I looked when I showed up on live streams and all these different things and it just it wasn't in alignment with me and eventually I found my way and I discovered like who I was and I just started sharing that more openly and vulnerably and just being like whatever like I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not because that's not you know that's that's out of alignment and that's not true to you know who I really am and the right people are going to accept me no matter how I look no matter how I sound or whatever so I just started sharing more and more myself and that's when things really started picking up for me because I wasn't kind of putting on this mask or trying to entertain people you know with this false uh identity or role. So I just, I really love sharing myself openly, like as much as I can, because I feel like that's what people really connect with. And I've learned from that mistake of trying to be something that I'm not.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, and I keep saying it, but it's, we need this authenticity. There's so much fakeness out there and that's the problem. That is what people are trying to live up to this fake potential, whether it's through looks or careers and if we just all talked about all of the things that make us us and just try to be as real as possible, then it's like, we don't, it's so, it's so liberating. And I know you felt that way. And I feel that way. I used to wear so much makeup and like try to be this like, you know, sorority girl that all the hot guys wanted. And eventually I was so tired of being that person. And it's like, you were tired of trying to, be a certain way. And I know Lily, like, if, if you want to chime in here also, like, it's, and it's like, eventually, I guess we all got to a point where we're like, I'm done pretending I'm done. And yeah. I know, I know for me, a lot of people are like, how, like, how are you so happy? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I was like, cause I, you know, cause like there's so much negativity in the world. And of course there's, there's a lot of issues that, you know, can cause that of course, but like, it's because I'm, I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm done pretending. I, I, I don't have the energy for it anymore. And if somebody doesn't like me because I don't wear makeup and I, like, barely wear a bra and whatever. <laughs> yes. Honestly, like, whatever. You know, and if there's a few days I don't feel like showering and it's disgusting and my hair is in, like, a rat's nest because I – I, like, I'm gross. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, like, it's so liberating. And if people yeah. – If people want to hate on me for that, then, like, go ahead. I don't really care. You know, like you said, I don't need those people. Like, I will hopefully, you know, inspire other people. If they don't feel like wearing makeup either, they don't have to. And not that there's anything wrong with makeup. You know, like, there are times I get dressed up and whatever. whatever. But the point is, is, like, whatever suits you. And, like, hell yeah, go for it. It's so liberating. Like, I literally feel like I just took off all this weight just found me with so many things and it's, it's, it's so liberating and it's, I can't even, uh, it's yeah. Yeah. No words.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And for, I, I feel you Carly. Like I totally relate. I, I definitely don't do things the way a lot of people in my life do. Like I also don't like to wear makeup. I don't like to go out that much. I like to like read. I like to spend time with people, quality time. And and I think sometimes setting boundaries with people can be really hard. And that oh, yeah. first step in, yeah, you can speak to this too, you guys, after I this thought. But setting those boundaries can feel really nerve wracking. But then once you do it a couple of times, you're like, wow, like when someone asks me to do something I don't want to do, it's like, I'm not going to do it. And it, this, I'm reading this book now. Let me see. I, it's called, um, oh, I can't think of, I'm like going crazy. Can't get the name. But, um, the life changing magic of not giving a fuck. And <laughs> yes. it's basically, it's yes. basically, if you don't say you're invited to a baby shower, say you're invited to a wedding, say your friend wants you to go to dinner and you don't want to do it, why should you feel like a bad person for saying no when you know that you're not going to be able to give your all to that person? So I think for me, it's like what I'm really going through lately is setting those boundaries with people and with plans and and not spending time around people that are negative that I don't want to spend time around and filling my life with more positivity. So yeah, I don't know if you guys have experienced those situations as well, but. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Totally. Yeah, that's
2: definitely.
1: something that women struggle with significantly. And like, that's, that's what I teach women is part of like how to set boundaries and stuff. Because those, those are the lessons that I needed to learn along the way in empowering myself. Um, because as an empowerment coach, in order for you to help people, you have to empower yourself, you start with yourself first and foremost. So be careful what you choose to work with. Um, people with because that is more than likely the thing that you're going to really really have to embody 100% and if I had known you know as a female empowerment coach I teach a lot on mindset and emotional healing that I was going to be going through all the stuff that I went through I would have probably run away because it's really challenging but um, one of the things that I had to learn was setting those boundaries so I was initially living with my family my grandparents for free and um and so I had to uh kind of set boundaries with my family my grandparents uh at home and letting them know, like, you cannot knock on my door every two seconds for me to get the, the glass down from the cupboard for you. Like, I'm working here. This is my office. Like, you cannot interrupt me, you know, and and living with my sensitive grandmother who always took things personally, like then she would give me the silent treatment and all these different things. And I would, you know, I struggled with setting those boundaries with her because I knew her behaviors, but I just had to, like, start moving forward with it and set those boundaries at home and then set boundaries with, like, my, my um, group members or clients or things like that to um, let them know like this is who I am and to not feel bad about it um, and think that I was such a bad person or that I wasn't trying to help people because I told them no. I had to like really work on that and let that go and really step into my power and be like, no, like a a confident, empowered woman has no problem asking for what she wants, has no problem telling people like, this is what I'm willing to accept. And this is what I'm not willing to accept. And so I had to slowly start embodying that in order to um, be able to teach people that. And it is uncomfortable, super uncomfortable because you're afraid of what will happen. But as you said, the more you practice it, the easier it gets, which is so in alignment with the quote that I shared today (laughs) on my Instagram, which is like, um, something, around like uh in order to really discover how brave you are you have to practice courage over and over again or something like that and you really have to do the things that scare you over and over again for you to really feel confident in them
2: oh yeah yeah
0: i think that's amazing Uh, uh, i love you i'm so glad you came on
2: (laughs) (laughs) me too
1: you guys are like totally my tribe like no bra no (laughs) shower yes i get you
0: Yes, we need to meet up somewhere in the world and just bond and just talk about all that stuff. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. But um, we could talk about this forever. I just I want to quickly ask about just your career a little bit more, just so the audience kind of understands a little bit more. about. so is is your main career uh, this like life empowerment coach? Is that is that your main uh, form of income?
1: Yeah, that's what I do. I, you know, have a Facebook group where I provide my group members support and then I have a bunch of courses that I've created. I have a program in which I help people. Uh, learn everything that I've had to learn to get myself from going from making no money to making thousands of dollars um, in my second year because my I really understood as a spiritual entrepreneur everything is energy your business is a reflection of your energy and when you're carrying things in your energy that you're not aware of be that you know mindset um, things like limiting beliefs or emotional traumas and I always mention that emotional trauma is always subjective so you didn't necessarily have to go through abuse like me in any way in order to have experienced trauma you know you could be from a you know really uh, stable financially stable family but still have experienced trauma maybe in the form of bullying from people at school maybe your parents neglected you or whatever but I help them clear away those things that are in their energy so that they can clear that out the way and then more easily align themselves to the things that they want so that's how I support people that's That's
0: amazing amazing I think I think I need to do that like
2: like... work with me (laughs)
0: I will like shoot you a message after this for real. Cause I, yeah, that's another conversation. But I've
2: never thought of, of business as being a reflection of one's energy, but that is so that hit the nail on the head for me because I've yes. noticed that in my own business too. Whenever I'm in a negative mood, when something's impacting me, it directly impacts how I'm working with my clients. So totally on board with that. <laughs>
1: Yes, and it's only when you practice it in yourself and you notice how it's reflected to you in your external reality that you really start getting it because I can tell people this and they might understand it like intellectually, but they don't really get it. And it's when you practice it and you see how every single time the vibes that you're putting out is what you get, then you're like, oh my God, I really need to control my vibration and my energy and get it into alignment with the things that I do want because otherwise I'm going to keep manifesting or keep attracting to me the things that that I don't want that are making me unhappy that are stressing me out, so it's really interesting,
0: yeah, and I've been thinking a lot lately like it's it's funny, like two months ago I was like very set and i I told everyone on this podcast, I was like, I'm set, I'm gonna be doing social media management forever. this is like, or I was kind of like this is this is it for now, and the last month I'm like, you know what I, this isn't necessarily in line with my values, and so i'm I'm trying to think of a new way to manifest my powers and, and my strengths. So it's really, it's really funny that you bring this up and just, of course, you know, it makes sense though, that, you know, our energies connected us together and, and all of this. So it, you know, it makes sense. It's kind of not a surprise, but it's, it's really cool. So yeah. I will definitely shoot you a message after this to try to see how maybe we can work together, or just even get some tips from you on that, on that end. Um, yeah.
2: No but yeah, awesome. and everyone, I, I hate to end this call because I'm so uh, like interested in learning more, but Steph, maybe we'll have you back again if, if that'd be a okay good <laughs> time, but yeah, for, uh... I just want everyone to know that you should definitely visit all of Steph's Facebook, Instagram. You can, we'll link it as well. And if there's any last things you want to say, um, go for it.
1: No, I'm just really happy to have had the opportunity to connect with you ladies. Super excited um, for forming friendships because I'm all about community and just getting to know other women who are doing their best to put really amazing work out there to help inspire others and empower others. And, um yeah, I would love to have you join me as well in my group, Divine Creatrix. I teach there. I do a lot of things around spirituality, energy, healing. So there's lots of free lessons in there where um just the free classes in there alone have helped women, like, go from not wanting a business or thinking they couldn't start a business to, like, radically shifting and then moving forward with their business ideas. So it's amazing, you know, what can happen when you – when you allow yourself to be who you really are meant to be and I've allowed myself to be that powerful teacher and transformational coach, healer, healer all all this good stuff and to see that my light is helping others discover the light within them. So thank you so much for allowing me to shine my light here on your show. Super excited for how it'll inspire your audience.
0: And inspiring us. I mean like <laughs> I'm so inspired right now and just thank you again for reaching out to us and I'm amazed just like, cause Lily and I were kind of like, is this even getting anywhere? Is anyone seeing this? And you messaged us and we're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. You know, it's, 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 it's even like one, even if one person is seeing this, this is really cool. And so we're, we're really excited and thank you so much again, just for sharing your story and just for everything that you're doing and for everything you're doing for the world and for women and just people and just, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. And I'm so excited to, To foster this friendship further and yeah so thank you guys so much again for listening and for tuning in if you liked it like always please subscribe uh, download share with your friends so important we get these stories out there and just keep yeah so thanks and see you soon